what's up guys thanks for tuning back into the millennial Panua network to the show entitled rumble young man rumble with me your host vinton olu Kun fat and nipo better known as olu today we dive into it with charmaine hemp spiritual life coach and we talk about how she transits from chasing the cameras and lights in la to searching within we talk about the real meaning of healing from the inside out and understanding your personal power we also dive in to being open to the process of purpose. If you'd like to learn more about the brand or me, follow us on Instagram, millennialpreneur.us or my personal Instagram, O-L-U-M-A-Y-O-K-U. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the episode. Millennialpreneur Podcast. It's your boy, Olu, again. This is going to be an interesting episode, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be talking about healing today. Uh, I think a, a huge part of me becoming an entrepreneur and a successful one that is still climbing, um, the most important thing that I can remember is just self-healing, self-realization, and things of that nature. And I'm bringing somebody on the podcast today that helped me with that journey. We have... Well, let me just let me just break it down really quickly. So, this young lady, I'm pretty sure she's okay with me referring her to as a young lady because she looks younger than I do, and <laughs> most people, I don't know. But this young lady, she is an angel sent from heaven. She has a whole bunch of positivity, and every time I think about her, I say, "Hey, this is just the most positive person." She beams with such a positive light. And she actually knows a lot about what she's talking about. Usually when you get with somebody that tries to guide you, it becomes this, this passage of just like confusion and this and that. But it was really like I connected with her. I met her through a mutual friend. I mean, I was just kind of going through a transition in life where I just needed to kind of hone in on my direction and kind of own who I was, where I wanted to be and, you know, roll with the punches. Right. And, and and this young lady helped me understand different aspects of myself when it comes to just alignment. Right. And it comes to, you know, if you believe in astrology or if you believe in uh, life paths and et cetera, um, she was just definitely a huge, huge help with me going through that transition. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Charmaine Hemp. How's it going, Charmaine? I'm great. I'm so excited to be here with you today. <laughs> thank you. I thank you. I appreciate that. I'm pretty sure you're going to drop some gems on this episode. So guys, just get ready. Be open. Um, and I just, if you're going to, if you're sitting down in a quiet room, that's probably the best setting for this, but you could be on a train, you could be in the car, whichever. But we're going to be talking about a lot of things today that kind of can help you on your journey as well. And Charmaine, I, I want to say, I want to honor you before the end of the episode, because you truly helped me understand everything that was kind of going on on the inside of my head. Like, I would literally come in here and talk to her for 50 minutes, <laughs> and she'd be like, okay, writing notes, writing notes, writing notes, writing notes. Okay, this is how we'll handle this. Try this. And every time you did that, it really showed me that, you know, application was truly possible. Even if my situation was like everywhere and I couldn't like really get a grasp on it, you helped me kind of understand that. Um, so quickly, let's talk about how 
you got here? Like, how did you become this beaming aura of light that kind of guides people? And you're, and, and you're, you can kind of go into like what your title is, but I don't, I don't think that you, you know, you really, you, you can go into it. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is going to be an interesting story I haven't told in a while. So I, I'd probably take it back to um, being born into a family with tons of love. And my mom ran a daycare and there was about 20 kids running around every day. Mm. And I, I was surrounded by joy. Mm. Children come from this place of joy. Mm. And so I grew up wanting to help people and I grew up wanting to be a doctor and little did I know that I was going to be a, a love doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I would be prescribing meditations, not medications. Hmm. And the real uh, medicine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so I always say that wherever you're at is exactly where you need to be hmm. because the process is going to take you along the road to as Olu says, to find the lane that, that you need to be in, your lane. And I love that language um, because that's exactly what, what happened. I went to study medicine and I was in, in university going through these hellish classes that didn't make any sense to me. And I was studying day and night and there was, there was some aspects, something missing and I went through the route of acting and that was one of the greatest things I've ever did. I got accepted into the most incredible school in New York for acting and I learned about human beings mm. and how to embrace every single soul and not to judge any character because as an actor, if you go in judging a character, there's no way that you can portray that character. Nobody's going to believe you if mm. you don't actually embrace that being. That's deep. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, they say even like this, this, this helps go into the work as well, because they say that if an actor, if a, if a semi good actor can portray 10% of their, their words into images, we think of them as a pretty good actor. If we're sitting in the theater and their words are actually creating these images now, we say that if somebody can create 50% of the images with their words, they're a genius. And this is really part of learning how to manifest, how to create the best life that you could ever imagine using your words. Mm. So what words are we constantly speaking to ourselves are we coming from a place of destructive behavior 
or, you know, and all of these things begin from the time from zero to seven. Hmm. So even like all of this acting training that I went through, it helped me to find my voice. Hmm. It helped me to speak deeply from my gut through my heart so I can connect to somebody else's heart. Hmm. And to drop the ego, to get out of the way, to really begin to um, to, sh- to shed the layers that then reveal this divine connection that you are me and I am you. And at the end, we both have this Christed God consciousness within us. Right. We just come in from a different space of coming to have to learn these different lessons in life. Right. So, so that acting just, I mean, that, that whole experience taught me so much. And then I ended up in LA, um, getting into one of the best film schools here and, uh, but still finding that there was, there was something missing. Mm. There was something missing because I had many opportunities, but the opportunities were coming with having to sleep my way to the top, which Mm. is uh, something really interesting. And I kept, you know, kind of toying with it. Like, is this how it's done? And I was told, like, this is actually how it's done. And, you know, being so naive, coming from this great space of love, I just, you know, moving to California, I was that naive thinking that everybody was going to be so wonderful and happy because it was sunny all the time mm-hmm. you know? yeah, yeah but little you know that's where the great awakening happened and i began to learn how to see what was not going right in my life and how i was this grand creator and then i could actually shift things with my words hmm. how i was speaking to myself and then i began to learn how to clear out any wounds that i had brought in cuz we all come into this planet we almost it's almost like we come in with amnesia hmm. we forget we forget and we're we're almost sleepwalking. We forget how powerful we are. Mm. That we're, you know, I'm not saying we're the creator, but we have the same the 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 cellular makeup, the blueprint of the creator. Mm-hmm. We are the sons and daughters of God. Mm. You know, and so so to begin to remember, again, words are so powerful. So remembering coming back into that oneness, back into that wholeness and peeling the layers of the onion slowly. And so how I began doing this work was really doing this work on myself. Mm. And what I do with my clients is something called human design and it, it explains your personalities and my personality is a, a generator. So I can't chase things. I have to imagine them, imagine them, see them, yeah. visualize them, literally create them in my imagination and then step into that space and just feel what it is and surrender to it all. And then boom, it's just there. Mm. So you know, I coming here struggling, trying to get the acting jobs, figuring all that out. In the meantime, I begin healing myself and I begin 
this group with a, a, an amazing, there was five of us, we started this, this group called The Rise, and it was for millennials, and a- anyone was invited, and right. it was free, and it was every Thursday, and we would put someone on a platform to teach us about biometric healing and quantum fields and crystals mm-hmm. and meditation mm-hmm. and 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 so we came together and and then and when we didn't have a speaker we would hold space mm. and everybody would speak into the space what they wanted to create mm-hmm. and we spoke in with the most positive words and then the next week people would come back and say oh my god guess what happened exactly like i said it would happen it happened cuz we all held that space and through that practice, it just, one day God was like, say that you're a life coach and say that this is what you do. And the first person that heard this said, "I, what do I do to sign up? Mm. And it just happened so organically mm-hmm. because when you continue to trust that every single thing is here for you, mm-hmm. And we step out of that space of victim or victor Mm. mode Mm. because sometimes people are so in the victor mode, like, you see, I told you that would happen. That only happens because you said it was going to happen. So again, there's so much ego in that space, you know, and on the conversely, the victim is saying, struggling with the fact that, you know, I had abusive parents or I had this happened to me or, you know, I grew up in a poor home or, um, I grew up just whatever excuse that we have. Again, if we can take that radical responsibility for our, our lives that take that hundred percent responsibility for our lives, Mm. we begin to take our power back. Mm. And then we begin to really step into our creator shoes mm-hmm. and we begin to speak into existence what we want to mm. see, what we desire to see. Mm. And then it just easily unfolds. Mm. And often people ask me, like, when is the work over? <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> so we want to shift the out of, of it. Yeah. We want to yeah. shift out of this like idea that it's even work. Yeah. Yeah. That's, man, you touched on so many things that I've kind of like been through in the last, what what was it? Well, it's two years now because of quarantine, right? Right. Yeah, it was like, yeah, the year that didn't exist, but it just feels like a year that I've I've known you. But in the past like two years, that sounds like a really long time, but it went by so fast um, that I've, you touched on so many things. I think one of the things that really like kind of made me chuckle a little bit was like, I feel like everybody that comes to LA, you you have two paths, you know, because you come here for either the industry or the lifestyle, et cetera, and you come with a surface level approach because you think that, you know, for whatever reason, it will matriculate like that. And you find yourself at a crossroads. And it sounds like you found yourself at a crossroads and you're like, yo, like, do I really want to go that route? I mean, yeah, it looks great, but like all the stuff that I'm kind of running into or dealing with personally makes me want to learn a little bit more about me, right? And then you go on this path where it's kind of like, okay, well, let's go deeper and deeper and deeper into like self-realization so that 
when you meet these uh, experiences or situations, you, you, you've already found like this inner voice that kind of just rings through, you know, and it sounds like from New York to LA, you kind of like strengthen that over and over and over again. And I think that that's really important for anybody that's kind of like trying to go out and do what they feel that they're called to do, whether that's be a entrepreneur or, you know, someone that is creating their own type of revenue or lifestyle, you got to kind of know who you are, you know, and that's tough for some people. It was tough for me because I had to peel back from all these layers, which were kind of like lies or ceilings in a sense that were put on me by society, family. And, you know, the tougher stuff was the family stuff because it's like, okay, you love and adore this person, but they have their fears that they put on you, right? You kind of have to see through that. But all in all, you're embracing everything because it's it's shaping you and it's helping you understand that everything is here for you, you know. And you have to like learn how to like um, balance. I guess that's yeah. that's a good word, right? Yeah. 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 It is so important. I, it, it's one of the most important things that we can do is to know thyself. Mm. Mm. When you know your strengths and weaknesses, nobody can play you mm. because you become so humble in your knowingness and, and, and the struggle eventually subsides when you again sit with that, okay, how is this here for me? Wow. I'll give you an example of kind of what I'm seeing in the world right now. Like I'm seeing so much separation. And so if I'm to take a radical responsibility for what I'm seeing, Mm -hmm. how I'm creating it, Mm -hmm. then I have to sit with myself and say, where within me am I, is this separation? Hmm. And so what I found was that, you know, we come from source, we come from this oneness and we come down to this planet to learn how to exist in the separation and find the joy, Mm. find the bliss, find the peace, find the knowingness of who you are and and what your purpose is and how you're here to serve. Mm. I think some of the most successful people in the planet, they, they didn't, they weren't out there searching for money. They were, they had a passion to do something, Mm. a a service to share. You will always want to ask yourself, how can I be of service to, to you? When we asked that, even, you know, for a while I was asking God every day to use me use me of service yeah as a vessel as a vessel yeah (laughs) and uh and you'll find your your path really quickly when you ask like that warp speed (laughs) (laughs) you're like wait i didn't ask for this fast man yeah yeah Yeah. i mean i literally had that experience i had to slow down and take a few days off from too many clients (laughs) i can't take everybody guys 
Yeah, I can imagine that. Like everybody's having like tremendous success in their up show. Because I've said to a couple people to you, and it's like they're like, "Yo, what, like, how did you like do all the da da da?" I'm just like, "Hey, man, it's like it started with this." But then I think about like, damn, like Charmaine was like a pivotal point of like transition because it was like you were like the bridge, you know, from a perspective of like, uh, what do you? How can I say this? Like in the other, like in the other world, you know, when you're when you're in that race of like, oh, mm. like ch- people control you, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just mm. how I felt. So mm-hmm. I felt like I wasn't truly, I was a shell of myself, and mm. you know, it, it. I don't know. A lot of it was my job because I spent a lot of time there, but I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like having a job is you know, you're not being yourself because that may be someone's like, you know, bread and butter in the sense of like how they, you know, find their hustle, right? Right. That's okay. But in my experience, I spent a lot of time in my job, so it affected me heavier than it should because I wasn't supposed to be there. And I remember when I came in here, I was like, yo, I don't want to do about this job. I'm applying here. And I was like, I really want this job. She was like, you're like, you know why you feel like that? I was like, why? Because you're not supposed to be there. I was like, okay. <laughs> it was like, it was so simple. And it was like, yo, you just got to like step to the right and see what happens. You know? And I really appreciate that because it was just like, I had to hear from someone else that I wasn't related to. Um, someone else that I was just getting to know. You know what I mean? Because it was like a very, it's a very clear, objective uh, response. It doesn't involve like emotion or doesn't involve anything that you're going to benefit from. Right. You get what I mean? And it's like, you're not going to say, I told you so, because you don't understand all, you don't, you don't know all the other mistakes that I've made in my life. You get what I mean? So it was that, that was a huge thing. And I think a lot of people should lean into uh, life coaching and, and just things of that nature and being open to it. Because before I met you, Charmaine, I was not, I'll tell you that, you know, it was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. That makes zero sense. Um, and it kind of just happened. And, you know, that is an important part of, like, understanding self is just being open, right? Mm. Um, like, if there was someone that just listening to this, you know, that wants to start that process of self-realization, what's one thing that they can do after they uh, end listening to this podcast? What's one thing that you recommend them to, just to start, that first step? Very simple. What would you say? I would say pick up a mantra. And the mantra would be something like, my dominant intention is to feel good. Mm. And repeat it to yourself 30 times a day. Wow. Whenever your thoughts start taking over and you're in a rut or you're, you're in a rock bottom, or you just feel like life is out to get you, repeat over and over to yourself mm. something of that nature. My dominant intention is to feel good. Because here's the thing, you can get the girl, you can get the guy, you can get the house, you can, you can get the car, you can have all the money in the world. Mm. But if you don't feel good, You've got nothing. Mm. Mm. That is deep right there. So when you feel good, if we can start right from what every human being 
it's a basic need to feel good. If we can start from that by beginning to shift the neurons of the brain, because this is kind of like what's happening in the media these days. They repeat the same thing over and over again Mm. to program you. Mm. So what we need to do is reprogram ourselves, our hard drive, (laughs) our cellular network that's connected to God. Mm. We need to reprogram that back to God. Yeah, And it's just like, you know, I was I was taping a Facebook Live the other day, and my equipment was out of date. Okay, we have a lot of people walking around that need to upgrade their upgrade their own cellular network, their own hard drives. Right. So you could start with a mantra, and literally every time, you know, especially like for me, it was when I would get in the shower and my mind would go off and I would start saying, you know, worrying about this person, what this person said, or what, what happened at this job or, or, uh, what was going on in my life. And most of the time I would catch myself saying things that were not helping me progress. It was things like you're a loser. What, you know, why aren't you doing better in your life? You should be married by now. All these shoulds. I was literally shooting all over myself. Shooting all over Right? I'm in the shower trying to get clean and I'm shooting all over myself. You know? Yo, that should go on a shirt. I'm shooting all over myself. Oh my God. So by stopping... And saying my dominant intention is to feel good. And then the next step after that is asking yourself, what do you desire? What do you want to create? It's that simple. It's that simple. And then you start going on that train of, okay, this is what I'm creating. I'm creating a life for myself where I'm with this magnificent partner and I love my home and I live in the sun and, and I have fruit trees everywhere and I eat the best, most organic food. And I have so much time to be with my family and my friends and those around me that love me. And you see right away, we have a shift. It's just that simple. Mm. We have a shift. And um, I also say like if you're anybody listening on to this podcast, if you're new to this kind of conversation, one of the ways that many people wake up mm-hmm. is they begin to see numbers. Mm. They begin to see like 1111, 111, like 111. Um, and they'll see this on license plates. They'll see this on... Uh, they're, you know, they'll have a thousand one hundred and eleven emails. They might see it on a phone number. They might see it on an address. Mm-hmm. And this is a message from your angels. So I work with the angels, and we all have two to three guardian angels. Mm-hmm. Many of our angels are unemployed because many people are not using their angels. Mm-hmm. They're here to serve you, to help you, to love you. Right. Um, and so this them they're actually speaking to you through numbers. Right. So when you begin to see those numbers, that's an indication they're saying, hey, check in with what you're thinking. Right. So what are you thinking right now? And when we begin to have that awareness of the, the play hmm. that's been 
the records skipping the track. Like, what is it? What is your track? Is your track? I'm successful. I'm amazing. I'm sexy. I'm vibrant. I'm, I'm inspiring. Mm. I shift the planet with my light or is it, I suck. I'll never amount to anything. Um, I don't deserve this, Mm. you know? And, and again, that that's most people's track. That's like, you know, unfortunately 99% of the planet's track Mm. because it starts right from birth. It starts right from in the womb. Um, and so we have to learn how to clear that. And that's part of the work. Yeah. It's part of the fun. Yeah. That's (laughs) man. See, I think, you know, that's deep to me because I've literally just kind of like gotten out of that space where, um, like there are no questions about that to me anymore, right? Mm. In the sense of like I'm doubting it or questioning it because when you're in a job that you hate <laughs> and you're like, oh, I want to be happy. Da, 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 I got to go to work tomorrow. You get know what I mean? It kind of becomes things where it's like, is this like really like I see all these people, you know, some people that I are looking up to, they look tremendously happy. And some people that are in this mid-tier space are happy, but then still have some similar emotions. And then, then you have the people that are kind of like on the lower spectrum of vibration that um, you can attract, right? And that's one of the things I, I started to understand the more that I came here is as a man thinketh, he is, mm. right? So it's like if I have positive thoughts, I'm going to attract positive people. And once I, that I attract that positive person... I can't be scared of the positivity that comes from it because I'm not used to it. Mm. Because when I was like growing up, there was always something. I was telling you, there's always mm. something that let me down. Or there was mm. always something like, I can't be this happy because there's just this cloud over me, right? Or there's mm. just something that I'm worried about as a kid, like stressed mm. the hell out. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, there's no way I can be this happy. There's no way I can be this free. There's no way that I can have this amount of money. There's like something has to go wrong. And, like, up until, like, my mid-20s and a little bit before I started to visit you here is I thought like that. And I think a lot of people fall into that vibration because as a kid, you don't have any other choice but to kind of, like, take on um, your surroundings, Mm -hmm. right? And sometimes Mm -hmm. our parents or our guardians are miseducated in the sense of, like, how to do this life thing. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as, like you said, just setting the intention clear i want to be happy and what do i desire (laughs) and it literally is like that and anything else not you don't have to worry about it it's not you literally what do you want i mean it has to come from a place of humbleness Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. you got to understand that type of thing you can't say oh i'm gonna be in the nba i'm gonna i'm gonna do you could say that but it's like you can't say like oh i'm gonna do it tomorrow without working out I'm going to, without putting up shots. You get what I mean? It becomes a thing where it's kind of like, no, bro. It's like intention, set it clear, do the work, let the chips fall where they may, and accept God's help. Understand that this is a connection that you have to develop. So I think that's like, it's really important for like this message to get out there because I think that this message is, can change the world in a sense because everybody doesn't have to feel like they're stuck. Because you can start as simple as saying, my uh, what is my highest intention is to feel good. Is that what yeah. it was? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's deep. That's so deep. Um, 
So I think, let me ask some questions that I think people will probably be wondering. Right sure. Now. Okay. Sure. I also want to touch on uh, how to do the child self-practice and also about that job that you hate. So at any time. Okay. No, go ahead. Yeah. Go, go to the, the segue of the, uh, the, the child thing. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So uh, when you're doing this, just to take a, a step further mm-hmm. is... You know, the, the, the most successful people sit with themselves. Hmm. So they find a practice of, of some meditation, some form of meditation, hmm. whether that's, you know, you play the fiddle or the violin and that's your meditation or you hike and you go into a deep place. That's a meditation or you're you find your space in a in a workout Um, whatever it is, you know, until you can sit with yourself and Mm. really hear what's going on. And then we track it all the way back to the point from zero to seven, where all this started. Mm. And then what you're going to do is this is like a crash course in it, but you're going to sit with your child self and bring them what they need. So Mm. I'll give you a quick example of just let's say in a relationship. So, you know, having the universe uses people in your life. They Hmm. use them as unconscious players to come into your place to bring up whatever needs to be healed. And there's mass, you know, mass healing going on right now on the planet. So that's why it's so chaotic because the the earth has shifted. We've all shifted to hold more light. And so our, our darkness is being exposed. Right. So everybody's freaking out right Right. now, you know? (laughs) So, so we really got to sit with ourselves and we got to look and see, okay, where is this feeling coming from? So I'll just give you a quick example. So I was in the kitchen the other day and my husband had done something and, and I was hurt by it. So then you want to take yourself back because these feelings of whatever it is, hurt or anger or frustration or, um, abandonment, whatever it is, however you're feeling, you want to detect it. And then you want to see, go back seven years, because it usually starts to creep up every seven years. And um, you want to see where you were seven years ago. So from this place of hurt that I was feeling, I went back seven years ago. I was like, oh, I was in that relationship. Oh, I was hurt again. Mm. And then back seven years, oh, I was in that relationship. And then I went back to middle school. And then all the way back to the, the point where you know, I was a child and sometimes you may not be able to detect where you were hurt, but what we need to do is from our higher self's perspective, from the person with awareness that sits in front of me now that Mm -hmm. begins doing this work, Mm -hmm. we go to hold our inner child. Right. And we go and give that inner child the love that perhaps the parent couldn't give them. Right. You know, and, and if you had, it depends on your parents. Were they abusive? Were they loving? Were they, you know, every parent, they all make mistakes. We're not blaming anyone for 
our lives. But again, taking that radical responsibility and going through the questions like, perhaps, why did I choose my parents? Hmm. What are they here to teach me? Hmm. So there's, there's literally so many things that we can do. There's, you want to gather as many tools as you can in your toolbox Mm -hmm. to empower yourself, to become your best self. Right. And I just wanted to touch on what Olu was saying about the, the job, you know, each job is a stepping stone to help us get to where we need to be. Mm. So you want, instead of being in a job, if you hate it, find out why you're there. And I'll give you an example of that. I was working in a restaurant, um, you know, as an actress, that's the actress's side job. Most actresses are actors and, um, everybody was actors and they were all complaining. And I was like, all right, all right. I'm here for a reason. Cause I was already doing this work and I'm, I, you know, I knew that there was something this job had to teach me. Mm. So the job started to teach me to create my reality. So on my way, I would do something called segment intending. And I would state to the universe what I wanted to create. Mm -hmm. I'd be, you know, I'd state powerfully in my mind, tonight I'm making $275 cash (laughs) and I will be cut by 1045 and back in my apartment in my bed by 1115. Yeah. And I would create and envision this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I would even say it to the penny because I would get changed too. And I'd count my pennies at the end of the night and I'd be like, oh my God. And I literally, every time I stated something powerfully, it mm. would happen. Mm. So so there was so many times I would play this game with the universe. There was other games that I learned at this waitressing job. I learned how to bring my light into spaces. There were so many people who go to restaurants and they, they, they come in with the feeling that they always get bad service. And so of course they're always going to get bad service Mm. because that's their vibration. Yeah. So I would say things like tonight, I'm going to have the most amazing people and they're going to appreciate me so much and I'm going to make some new friends and they're going to tip me so well. And so I would state that. And so if I even had anybody coming in that was grouchy with that attitude, I could easily shift them. And by the end of it, they were saying, you're the best waitress we've ever had. Do you Mm. own this place? Mm. You know, and that's another thing. Even at a job that you you know is your stepping stone, still care for it. Mm. Like the people that hired you, bless their light because mm. they chose you. Yeah. yeah. So just as much as they are your teacher and they are paying you a paycheck, you are doing them a service. Yeah. How are you serving them? Right. So it's reciprocal constantly. And if anybody is at you, like even on the way to the restaurant, if somebody cuts me off, for example, they cut me off. Oh, I am not yelling at the car. I am not saying profanities at the car that cut me off. I'm checking in with me. Mm. Again, taking radical responsibility for my life. Why did someone cut me off? 
I must be thinking some low vibratory thoughts. That's how people get in accidents because they're both vibing really low. Mm. That's why you don't want to be listening to trash on the radio (laughs) or trash news or, you know, when I'm saying trash, I'm meaning low vibrational messages that Mm. are getting us nowhere. What are you feeding into your cosmic blueprint? Yeah. That's going to help you get to that place that, you know, that successful millennial entrepreneur Mm -hmm. that is literally the CEO of their own cellular network. And when you're the CEO of your own cellular network, everything pours in. The clients pour in, the, the partner pours in with so much love, the family, everything just kind of rearranges itself in the Mm -hmm. most the most the uh, what's the word to describe that that feeling of yeah i i did this and at the end of the day accomplishment accomplishment <laughs> like you did this but then again we become so humble yeah the more and more we learn the tools yeah. we become humbler yeah. and humbler yeah. and we give it back to the creator yeah because that creative force is within you, but yeah. without knowing the gifts and the tools of the creation and that you are me and I am you, yeah. we're lost. Yeah. So give it back. Bring your forehead to the ground when you have these great accomplishments and you're like, wow, I achieved this today and I achieved that. Well, I achieved it with my guides, with my angels, with the help of the creator. I bring my forehead to the ground. I used to think that was for other religions. I'm personally, my religion is love, um, but I did grow up, you know, Catholic and or Lutheran and went to a Catholic school and that just got me questioning all religions <laughs> and seeing they're coming from the same place. Yeah. So I bring my forehead to the ground. I feel the angels bring their hands on my back and I have this moment of gratitude. That's yeah. another thing you can do. Oh. It's like good. gratitude. That's good. That's good. Right? Yeah, that's good. I think, you know, I was just going to say that too. It's funny. Um, but just being grateful will get you so far. And I think before you get humbled, you need to be grateful. Because I think that's something that everybody can do. Because there's been moments I feel like in everyone's life where they're like, dang, I missed that bullet. You got to be grateful for that, that you're, mm. you can wake up in the morning and have a full breath, mm. right? And look at the sun and say, you know what? Today's another day. You know, even if I'm facing X, Y, and Z, I mean, I'm literally still here, right? Mm. And like people that grow up in communities that I've grown up in, you tend to lose people early. Mm. Um, and it, for me, what that did for me is when I lost friends at a really early age and had to kind of like try to grasp what that was Mm -hmm. because you don't expect like someone that you've grown up with from kindergarten third or fifth grade whatever to lose them before 30 right Mm -hmm. you don't think that you know you kind of understand the environment you're in but then you know you're still a kid you're still a young adult trying to grow and trying to learn um and i think a lot of people in my community get jaded in a sense of just like that type of uh, disconnect and um, Mm -hmm. how that happens in like some of the pivotal points in your life. But I'm here to tell you that, you know, that is something that I look at 
And I said, yo, man, that, that could have been me. You know, like, you know, I remember being in close contact with some friends that are no longer here. Right. So um, that's just one of the things I didn't mean to get too dark there, but it no. just kind of rang in my mind. Um, and like she's saying, like Charmaine is really like giving a lot of game right now. Whatever that you are doing, be the best at it, because truly that's where gifts come from. Mm -hmm. That's where you get to recognize like the gifts that are in you, because we all have a gift. We all have that thing where it's kind of like, this is what I do. <laughs> and sometimes that doesn't automatically equal dollar signs, but it's not really about that. And that's like that, that's what you're explaining now. It's like it's more so about understanding that, living it, and then everything else will kind of fall into place because that's what you're supposed to be doing. So the greatest and highest good is what's going to be applied at that point because you've accepted that role of who you are. Yeah, Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith says, do you at what you came here to do. Do you, because no one can do you better than you can do you at what you came here Ooh, to tough. do. That's tough. That is tough. That's, that's deep, too. Because there's so many layers to that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'd love to speak to the, the community you grew up in and, you know, just ask you, because I personally believe that I've had many lives, you know, through coming up through those particular religions, they teach you that you die and you go to heaven or you go to hell. Sure. And... When I was in church and I was about seven years old and I saw the other little boy about my age in a wheelchair moving, moving his wheelchair with his mouth, um, he had something in his mouth to control the wheelchair. He couldn't speak. He couldn't talk. And I looked up to God and I was like, why me? Why not me in that wheelchair? Why him? And that got me on the quest for looking at why we grow up in these different communities, why we have different skin colors, why we have different religions, why we, why someone has to go through child abuse all their life, or or sex slavery, or um, you know, living on the streets. Why? Hmm. And what I came to understand was that we come into this planet with a different meat suit many times over sure. to, to have an experience to, so the human soul can experience every gamut of the human emotion sure. so they can experience Every culture, every religion, every mm. skin color. Mm. This is why if someone is still out there with prejudice in their heart, um, there, you know, there is such a thing as karma. And, 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 and we will come back to experience the other side of that coin. So if we've had many lives, we are at the place where we have compassion because we've lived on the streets. Sure. We have been physically abused in another lifetime. We have shot someone. We have been shot. Now this is, you know, next level understanding, but 
if you can wrap your mind around, okay, in this meat suit, this time around, I am this color, I am this religion, why? What is my purpose mm. here to serve mm. in this community? Sure. How can I raise up my particular community and be not just my community? How can I begin to question everything I've ever been taught, everything I've ever known? And how can I begin to take my power back and connect my community to the whole and serve my community in a, in a greater capacity? And, um, you know, and ask yourself, perhaps if you're struggling right now, you know, there may be some, some karmic um, things that, that, that you're clearing in this lifetime. So this is why we want to move from a space of, of love. We don't want to create any more karma anymore. There's no, there's no space for karma anymore. Mm. We've accumulated too much. Now it's time to clear the karma. As a world, right? As a world. Yeah. That explains what we're going through right now. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, like some other stuff. I mean, I was just talking about it the other day when uh, COVID first hit. I was like, yo, <laughs> what's going to happen? Like, I was kind of spooked, you know? And it was just more so because it came out of nowhere. And then I was still in this vibration of, like, unsureness, mm -hmm. right? I thought that, that you know, I, I knew that I was blessed. I knew that, you know, I made it further than I essentially, like, was supposed to. You know, going to school, having these roles and moving to the city that I wanted to move to. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was all over. Yeah, you know? um, but yeah, I appreciate you sharing that as far as like the energy and everything else, and you know how that kind of uh, downloads into our everyday life, mm -hmm. right? And I think a lot of people don't even see it like that. Like some people that I talk to about that, some of my friends, they'd be like, "Yeah, bro, whatever." You know, it's just like I'm just gonna wake up and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and I hate when people do this and I hate this and I hate that and I feel like you get what I mean and it becomes a thing where it's like you're speaking those negative experiences to life mm -hmm. right even if it's like a joke it's like mm -hmm. words are powerful mm -hmm. um, because you're literally if you could like what I what I could try to like think and explain it like is like you know when those cartoons you're reading those little box cartoons and like the words are in bubbles it, it becomes a physical form that's how i see when people speak into mm. the atmosphere it becomes a physical form and it just floats into this bank that kind of like mm -hmm. starts to matriculate depending on you know what's going on right yeah can i drop something real deep right now yeah yeah so what's going on in the planet too with the the child trafficking and all that stuff so we're all collectively responsible hmm. so once we begin to eradicate the um, viewing of pornography mm -hmm. on the tv we'll begin to heal this collective wound yeah overly sexualized civilization Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Because we're covering being with ourselves 
most people are looking for a distraction because they can't be with themselves because they're afraid of who they are. And again, fear, what's fear? False emotions appearing real. And what's the opposite of love? Hate. Most people think it's hate, but it's actually fear. Mm. It's fear. Fear is even, you know, more deactivating than hate. Sure. Hate still has a vibration of that anger, you know, that... Ah. But fear is completely debilitating. Mm. And so, in, and again... It, it, it's an it's part of the illusion. It's part of the matrix that people are buying into. Sure. You know, it, it's. I was asking Olu at the beginning of this podcast, like, what do you think Jesus would do in this time? You think he'd be social distancing? <laughs> he would laugh. Probably. He'd be like, "I'm the god of all gods. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Don't tell me what to do." <laughs> he was around the lepers he didn't care about viruses he knew that we could heal the human body we have that capability too hmm. we have everything we need you know there's nothing to fear when you know how to eat and how to how to raise your vibration yes again it just comes back to what how are you vibing what's your vibration and how do you, like you were speaking to, Olu, it's, you know, some people just get lost early on because they, you know, it depends on where they grew up. Well, again, we can always come back from that. Yeah. We can, it just takes one person. Yeah. One person to mm. step in the way. So ask yourself you know if your desire is to become extremely wealthy as a millennial entrepreneur ask yourself how with all this money and i'm am i going to be of service sure that that's what feels the best too is what i've learned too is because i've been on i've been on both sides of the spectrum i've had zero money negative and like um, and then I've had some money and you still feel the same, right? The making money is not, it's not as exciting as I thought it would be, <laughs> right. but it's more so about like what I do with it. Like if I'm able to like, cause my mom is building this, um, orphanage right now. I'm able Amazing. to help her with that. That makes yeah. me feel so good. Yeah. You know? And it's like. Okay, because there's always there always has to be a deeper reason. Because, like I was telling my friend the other day, I was like, you know, you start making money and just the numbers just start looking larger. But then you know, there's this thing that it creates in you, like, oh, I want more, I want more, I want more. But it's never gonna be enough. Mm -hmm. And it's like a it's like a it's like a little game. Mm -hmm. You know, you gotta think of it like that. It's like. Okay, you beat the level, you beat the level, you beat the level, and you're kind of like there's this draw in you that's kind of coming from a very like um falsified but like shallow place. There's no real deep essence of like I'm making money, this is my purpose. No, I don't mm -hmm. think that for me personally, I don't that doesn't ring true. Mm -hmm. 
what rings true is like I'm of service and I'm using these funds to change lives, right? To change my family's life, mm-hmm. right? And um, you're right. You It only takes one. And anybody listening to this podcast, you are the one. <laughs> you are the one. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, my God. You yes. are the one. You know? Um, and it's like no matter where you are, no matter where you start, you are the one. You're the only one that's going to be here. That's you. And like you said before, to, to lean back into it, do you and do what you're supposed to do while you're here. I think that's how you said it. But it was like you said it much cooler. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, that's, that's so true. And like I know we talked about the healing process and how that kind of matriculates to that. So um, quickly... Let's talk about, because we talked about the emotional and spiritual aspect, but then you also taught me things about the physical. So could you share something that someone can start today after listening to this and say, hey, I want to heal myself from the inside out and get rid of these ailments and like stop eating like this. Like what could they start with? And, you know, obviously if you have like some type of dietary like strickening or tail medication, then obviously you would have to pivot. But in a normal sense, what would you recommend to start with as far as like just the eating and the healing from the inside out as far as that way? So we're all incredibly toxic if you shop in the middle of the grocery store. Okay. The, the, the best advice that I can always give is firstly, start growing your own food. Mm. Even if it's just a basil plant in your window or a tomato plant on your balcony. Sure. Okay. If you don't have an outdoor space, um, you can get in an urban area like Los Angeles, you can get earth boxes, earthbox.com. You can grow, uh, 10 different types of lettuces in those boxes. Okay. That's, that's more advanced. But one of the things that you can start today is you can go to Ralph's. And you can get distilled water and start jugging, uh, downing a gallon a day of mm-hmm. distilled water. You want to drink distilled water because it has a negative charge. And we want our bodies to stay alkaline and have this negative charge. So it acts like, you know, the water coming from your tap. If you're drinking tap water, um, you've this is the first thing you've got to change because there's no way that they can filter out everybody's antidepressants, birth control pills, um, heavy metals, toxins in the water. And we're drinking that. We're using that to boil our food with if we're cooking. Um, so one gallon of distilled water a day. Um, you can also get if you want to be more environmentally friendly, you can get those gallons from Costco. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a link for that. Uh, Olu can maybe link that in the podcast if you like, or reach out to him and he can contact me for that link. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about $5 or $6 for, and it's delivered. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to your house, distilled water. Um, if not, another thing you can do, if you own your house or you have a good a landlord that you can talk to, you can install a reverse osmosis filtering system into your water. We use that to wash all our vegetables and fruits. Mm -hmm. We use that to boil our water and we use that to feed all our fruit trees and tomato plants, our our vegetable plants. Wow. Um, 
because that food, that water is nourishing our bodies. And that's where we put the salt. We put the salt into the water and then the, the plants bring the salt into the food and then it can easily be absorbed by our bodies. So, and we're also fruitarians. So if you can plant a fruit tree, plant a fruit tree or make friends with somebody who's got a fruit tree, get a juicer and start juicing. Um, We want to go from cooked food to mostly raw to juice feasting to a water fast. It takes three days to completely reset your water, your, your whole nervous system, your cellular network, um, it takes 72 hours. I just completed a, a water fast just before the equinox, the spring coming into spring. I do it for every season change. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're continuing with the juice feasting because it's just, it's, you know, people think it's a misconception that fruit is too much sugar. Mm-hmm. It, it turns it into glucose and it's exactly what you need to thrive. There would be no cancer. There would be no heart disease. There would be no coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Cold and flu season. Okay. Yeah. You know, the, the other day I had an experiment with some cheese and cheese dairy causes sinus issues. And if you break down the word sinus it's the sin uses. Mm. So if you're finding yourself congested or blocked up or stuffed up, back off on the dairy, cut it out sure. and just test it, yeah. test it, see how you feel, cut it out, bring it back in. Just notice if you start to get congested again, or you start to have a sore throat or these things that play out from the sin uses. Yeah. Okay, because, you know, it's it's another thing to help our planet with. These are sentient beings, too. If you're still eating meat, I mean, I don't know why people are so afraid of viruses. There's viruses all over your meat. Mm. And if you're not eating good meat, they're filling those those cattle or whatever the pigs with antibiotics to prevent them from being sick so you are loaded with antibiotics and that affects the gut biome bacteria everything gets messed up from that point and then you know we got we got some work to do but as a collective fruits 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 get a juicer you can get a fantastic juicer for about $80 and um, get a box of organic oranges or go find a neighbor to pick their oranges and juice. And you want to be drinking a liter of juice every two and a half hours. If you decide to get on the juice feast, right? If you're, if you're on this, on this path. Um, Yeah, that's dope. Um, I think that the juicing thing, for me, what it did for me, I did it for like, I think like a week and a half, right? And I wasn't eating any, well, I, I did, I did, I had like, like salads and stuff, I'm not gonna lie. Cause I, I, in my mind, I was like, there's no way I can just drink juice this entire time. Hey, one step at a time, right? Yeah, yeah, just you, one step at a time and yeah. nobody's beating yourself up, but you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's no judgment. It's all good. You're just cleaning your body out. Um. But and you're looking amazing, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes. I've been doing two of these, you know, so 
I've been pushing myself to the limits. This year is pushing myself to the limits spiritually, mentally, and physically. Mm-hmm. The mental part, I haven't really cut out the time to, to, to sit there and read a book because my mind is always working on, oh, what can I do for my business? What can I do this? Mm-hmm. Someone's always calling me to be like their therapist or some stuff. Yeah. There's like multiple people in my life that will call me, even my like intermediate family. Well, like, you're a manifester yeah. too, yeah. and you can handle everything, and yeah. you can dance circles around the majority of us. Thank you. With I the energy that. and everything that you have to offer. I appreciate that. That that's wonderful. And you helped me recognize that. And that that's this is a full circle moment. We're on like we're on the last session of our the second package and I'm just like, "Wow, how far life has come." Um, but Charmaine, where can they find you? Your social media handles? Like, where, where can the people find you? Sure. Uh, Love Alchemy 11 yeah. on Instagram. Okay. On Facebook, Love Alchemy Coaching. Okay. And my website is meditationalbirth.com. Meditationalbirth.com. Drop a bomb. <laughs> All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. I got to go running and get a haircut. And Charmaine has a whole bunch of stuff to do. You're sure she has more clients. She stayed extra this time, guys. So thank you, Charmaine, for that. I appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, this was the Moneypreneur Podcast. Tune in next week. Peace.